Welcome to Women in Business, the podcast that celebrates the incredible achievements and stories of inspiring women entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Erin Book. I'm thrilled to have you join me on this empowering journey of women in business. Throughout this podcast series, we'll delve into the remarkable achievements, triumphs and challenges faced by women entrepreneurs who have defied the odds and made their mark in the business world. In this episode, I talk to Nicola, the owner of Made With Mud. She is a remarkable potter and artist creating pieces of functional art that are cherished and used daily. Nicola also uses TikTok and Instagram to document her journey, share her craft and connect with her amazing community of fellow potters and enthusiasts. As well as discussing Nicola's business, we delve deeper into Nicola's experience in the digital world. We hope sharing her experiences can foster a more supportive and empowering online community for everyone. So to start off, tell everybody, who are you and what do you actually do? Yeah, I am Nicola and my business is Made With Mud. Um, so I sit here in my little studio, um, wheel throwing uh, pots, which are then glazed with, I really like the drippy glazes, and functional pottery for the home, so butter keepers and... Um, I didn't even know a butter keeper existed until I watched yours I and watched you make it. But once you have one, you, you can't do that, so... <laughs> I did show the husband because he does like the proper butter. Yeah, yeah, you definitely need a butter keeper. I've got one here. So, your so how does it work? Sorry. Your butter goes in here and then a little bit of water in there. And it does stay in unless you're just on the last bit. And then um, it seals it with the water. So you can keep it out on the side and it doesn't get solid. You can actually use it. Although in really hot days, I am told like in america uh no it will, it will <laughs> stay out on the side how did you discover a butter keeper is it something you've always known about um holidaying in france uh, i knew them as a, a french butter keeper uh but uh the, the americans used them some time ago i don't think they're that common now but they'd call them a, a butter belt or a butter crock i just like finding something that um is a little bit different and you can use it like the the salt and pepper pots that I'm working on at the minute and trying to um got them in test at the moment so yeah do you well, have lots of time to do testing like new products or are you always really. I'm gonna say you, you well we'll go into why you've suddenly as well gone even busier but to go back so why did were you always interested in pottery were you arty when you were younger yeah yeah, I was. I wouldn't say I was any good, but I, <laughs> the, the the heart was willing. Uh, I yeah, I'd always when uh, an opportunity came up to um, take over somebody else's business that was a hand and footprint in clay business. Um, this person was moving out of the area, and I stepped in because I've always loved clay. I wanted to have a proper business that was making. So um, I moved on to that, but I kept. I was just drawn to making things, so it wasn't enough for me to just do the the hand and footprints. Uh, and then uh, I was getting so hooked on clay that I then went off and, and did a class. It was just a weekly class where the Deirdres of the world would come and, and make my little things. But no one was going on the wheel, and I was like, I really want to learn the wheel. And uh, yeah, I, I took to it quite quickly. So you've you've had a couple of lessons yourself. I have you. You inspired me. I have a friend who um, owns a, a pottery and we oh, we met through kids and everything. Um, and 
she started her, she's now got her own studio and she started doing one-to-one, she teaches. So watching you, uh, I said to my husband on our week off, because we weren't going anywhere, why don't we sign up for this couple's pottery class? And no, it's not like ghost, like you say. We had wheels side by side and we learned how to do it. And it was so relaxing that we said to her, can we do another one, but do it as a course? So she's given us three lessons. So the first lesson we learned to throw and I had real trouble with centering. I cannot center a bloody pot. I can now, but I couldn't then. But I watched you with your, with doing like with that. And she taught me how to do that, you know, like go up and then back down again with the <laughs> flat on me thing. So she showed me that one as well. So I've now this week just done and I got it spot on every time. But this week we were trimming what we did I last week. I cannot trim for toffee the gouges that ended up going into my pots. But with my husband, oh no, he's took to it like a fish to bloody water. Uh, <laughs> so I've got some way. really interesting pencil pots. In fact, that's not a pencil pot. That was my ball from the first week. This was my pencil pot. <laughs> so nice we've been drink. working on, yeah, we've been working on getting it longer so but yeah i really really enjoy it you inspired me to do that so thank you. amazing um so i normally at this point ask people what uh as a woman if they've had any experience negative or bad in business but i'm not doing that one today am i you had an experience recently that you and i talked about a lot and i am um dead against but you turned it around so do you want to fill everybody else in with the backstory yeah. Uh, on TikTok, you can scroll through lives. So like here, most people that are finding this live have probably already follow one of us um, mm. rather than um, just stumbling across it. Uh, so unfortunately on TikTok, or fortunately, um, you can scroll through and just find something. And that one day on a Friday, I think I was just unlucky that um, somebody found me that way because I got a few funny comments and then um, one came along and it said a YouTuber, which I'm not going to release the person's name, no. um, is restreaming your live stream onto their channel and um, they're not being very nice to you. This isn't the word they use. And that uh, they're sending people here to um, ruin your live and, and attack you. Uh, and I found out now it's called a raid. Um, and they did, <laughs> came along, and then suddenly my screen was just flooded with hundreds of, there was racist comments. Now, just to explain, that wasn't racist towards me. It's if you are making these comments on a live, and you accidentally read one out, or there's just too many of them, your live will get taken down, you'll be blocked from doing lives. Um, there was lots of personal attacks on me. Um, it was just completely out of control, and a, a didn't really understand what was happening. I couldn't understand why there were so many people at once. Um, but I hung it up. Unfortunately, I'd, I'd wrote that person's name down. So I went round and I blocked accounts that I could find. And then I went live again and it happened again. So this kept happening for a couple of days. And then every time I went live, because I was doing daily lives over there. And then on one of them, I started getting tagged in things. Um, because I had a couple of days, before, one of my posts before that, I was just celebrating, having just got 
and being told by my oncologist I wouldn't need to see them for another year and it was my um year birthday of the business and I'd put found this poem and I'd put this post up and I'd, I'd put a picture on there when I was receiving chemo and it wasn't a particularly flattering picture. You did a fantastic reel you did a, lots of people mentioned the inspirational message that you were sending to other people that were struggling with cancer that yeah. you know that you, you fought and you've done brilliantly so yeah it was a real positive thing yeah and I didn't realize that that could be turned around and made in something um negative so they they pulled the picture and then started setting up accounts and it was things like mudding with my feces mudding with cancer and setting up all these different accounts and they were started to appear all over my page so is this I in TikTok yeah they hadn't come to Instagram at that point so I, I kind of thought it was all just TikTok. Um, so I was blocking as much as I could and then I had to completely stop comments and I had to review every comment before it went on to my account, which obviously kills your account. Um, but I couldn't see any way around it. And then the last live um, became so bad. I was receiving threats of being doxxed, which is where they'll release all your personal details online, that I body shamed this person. And I mean, as a gamer, I literally have no idea who this person was. Uh, and it was just, it's just an excuse. I know now it's just any excuse to make people think that you're in the wrong and that they're justified in what they were doing. Um, that I was being tagged in videos that were being put together and it was almost like a um, mugshots of everybody they've trolled and been able to close their accounts down. So How did they get out of it? I don't know. I, and I can't understand it because it's just not how I'm wired at all. So it's not something I'd ever understand. Um, but there was, I mean, there was one person in particular that, because I thought it's got to be kids, but this, this woman was in her 20s that was setting up all these accounts um, because she was connecting herself to them all. So I could see it was, mm. it was her. Uh, but that one got really bad and I was threatened with people were going to be turning up at my house in a few days, that they were going to be doing police calls, uh, making police raid my house. And so that night I was utterly defeated. So upset, really mm. was upset. I did feel in danger. And um, I ended up ringing the police that night and talking through with them. And there was nothing the police could do. There is no cyber department to help with that kind of thing. Um, only um, if you're being stalked or um, obviously without saying the words on here and causing an issue on Instagram uh, abuse mm. um, cases. So... Um, yeah, so I had a long chat with them. There's nothing they could do, but they would keep a note of my address in case calls they'd come in to start raiding my house. <laughs> um, and I have a friend who is um, a creator on TikTok who I found just by sending him a mug once uh, and we've become really good friends. Um, it, I would say he's called, he's called Scott Evan Davis and he's a very funny chap who holds a mug. And, I and he's, very sar he's very sarcastic and I found him through you Yeah, and he makes me chuckle every morning because he says what I'm thinking yeah. so much so that my sister is really sarcastic and I <laughs> sent, started sending them to her and she now follows him 
because yeah. we both relate completely to his sarcasm. We think it's brilliant. We, it's a very good account. Yeah, it is very funny. Um, but I'm very grateful for um, having had that friendship because he pretty much taught me right back down because I was... Oh, this, they found me on Instagram by this point. So they started setting up accounts again with my face on them. And um, then they started contacting my customers. So anybody who'd commented on one of my posts would then receive a message from them um, saying that I was doing things on my live. I was um, abusing them, calling them names. It was, and that sounded really, really childish um, and made me think, okay, this on Instagram sounds like kids so maybe it's just a couple of kids on instagram but it was annoying and there were contact mm. customers um anyway the advice i received and it was similar from the police actually was to put a post out there explaining what's happening to you and then it's almost like bullying and that you've got to put it out there and let people know it's happening oh i was so i was so worried so scared to go live again but i put this post out there and it was basically saying what had been happening how it had been happening, what was accused of, um, what I didn't believe I had done any of these things that I was being accused of. And can we change the negative into a positive? And um, I did ask for likes and follows to literally, I said, to surround me with kindness again. And it was to drown the trolls out. And it had such an amazing effect on TikTok. It was unbelievable. I got pulled right back to the good side of TikTok again. Um, I, I stayed up till about 1am trying to reply to all the comments. That I because when I got up the next morning, it had over 100,000 views. Fantastic. I know. I couldn't believe it. And that was still getting comments. So because what, had, what Scott had told me to do was to open up my comments and I was like are you sure do I really want to do this and he's like no do it people need to see what's happening so I did I opened it up and then every time I got a troll comment I'd pin it to the top and then they'd get mass reported by people so their accounts were getting closed down and um, what they do do I know people will say just block them just block them they have like 30 odd accounts to mm. each name and they're all slightly different, but fortunately for me, they'd used the same profile pictures in each one, so I could find them and, and block them. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the positive side of it was it, it kind of went crazy on TikTok. I put it on Instagram as well because they'd started contacting the customers and it was just like I, I wanted to get there quickly and let them know what was happening to me on Instagram. Um, so the end of it has been that I then went live again. I had the, the YouTuber underneath my screen who was doing a live and I was absolutely terrified that it was going to happen again. Uh, but instead, he'd carried on doing his thing and some of them came, but they were drowned out by so many positive people who'd seen my video there was over 300 people in that live i don't know how many of them were trolls but they're all the positive comments and then people started buying my stock so the pings are going off at the top and i nearly burst into tears on the screen it was like oh my gosh i could never i was ready to shut everything down and i was looking at vpns to to block um, where I lived and things like that. It was so bad and so upsetting. But um, 
yeah, it's been massively turned around. And um, since then, <laughs> the, the amazing side of it is that um, I did another live and TikTok pushed that video out again a week later. And I have had over 11,000 new followers on TikTok. Freaking hell. I've now joined the Creators Fund. And, so you can uh, get paid? I can get paid. And <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't have believed I could turn it around like I did. Um, Hi, I initially began these interviews in March 2021 to coincide with International Women's Day. Through my business, Busy Bee Virtual Assistant, I had been introduced to so many women who had diversified their careers, created their own businesses, and had become more successful in their own rights. My name is Erin, and I founded Busy Bee Virtual and Social Media Assistant Service in the beginning of the global pandemic, June 2020. I had recently had to change my career due to a disability, and I had to give up the idea of conventional working. So I sat and I made a list of what skill sets I had, and from that, Busy Bee was born. So how I help my clients is, they have a friendly, dedicated and professional partner in their corner. That's the essence of what I wanted Busy Bee to be. I'm the perfect fit for you if you are a creative freelancer, small business or entrepreneur, and you're getting overwhelmed by the myriad of tasks that you are facing daily. We've all been there, haven't we? Struggling with emails, customer service, website management, and that social media upkeep. My service swoops in to take these tasks right out of your hands, allowing you to concentrate on what you truly love. If you'd like to work with me, head over to my website and press contact. Now let's continue. But the main thing was to, to actually tell people it was happening. Not so the reason that you and I wanted to talk about this was because if any of like my followers, I know my followers aren't as big as your followers, but we wanted to put this out as well as good tips for all those people that have had trolls and have felt shit and have decided I can't do this anymore and stepped away from Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, that there is goodness out there and that you did exactly the right thing. You turned it round back onto them and yeah. relied on human nature, good human nature, to come en masse to support you. Yeah. Uh, and I wanted other people to hear this, that this is what you should do. You shouldn't, um, you shouldn't hide away from them. You should take them on. So Scott, brilliant for the advice and for pushing you to do it. Yeah. And brilliantly for you for having the courage when you felt sick about doing a live, it's okay, my dog's asleep down <laughs> the thing, they're everywhere, is doing a live when you felt so scared yeah. that you, you showed these, whoever they are, that they can't control you, they aren't, you took the, I kept on thinking about, um, I'm really sad, a, a scene from the end of Labyrinth no, with David that, um, Bowie, when totally she turns around and says, yeah. you have no power over exactly. me. Exactly, yeah. And, Watching your story, I watched it. And watching your story, and obviously our conversations in the back channels, that's all I kept on thinking about. You have no power over me, yeah. and it's a brilliant message because not just on Instagram and stuff, it's a message for kids. Yeah, kids in school that are getting bullied. Bullying <laughs> is just when I was a kid. <laughs> when I was a kid, bullying was just a thing you know you got bullied at school and it, you stiff up a lip get on with it don't let them blah 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 but we now talk about it more and you are bullied you can be bullied from a really early age until until you die you know there are people out there that gain 
joy out of making other people feel shit Mm. and what I love about your story is like I say it empowers other people to show look I did feel shit they did make me feel shit but I didn't let them continue to they had no power over me so well done Nicola I'm so I mean I don't even never even met you in person but I was so proud of you when you were sending me the back channel messages of everything that had happened because I'd been off um obviously working so I knew that it happened yeah and I was like telling my husband but oh, it's really horrible I'm really angry and you got messages off me saying I'm really freaking angry what the hell and then I got another message going oh my god <laughs> it's like <laughs> only two days have passed what the hell yeah. has happened it's just gone boom so uh absolutely brilliant what tips did you learn that other people that might be dealing with this like the one that I've took from is that when you start fighting back and you have people supporting you then pinning the troll comments to the top because mm. uh, obviously in Instagram you can pin comments to the top as well now and yeah. asking people to mass report them yeah uh, so that's a brilliant tip to yeah. uh, to have the the other thing was um on TikTok and you know I can't remember if it's the same on Instagram or not um when you you can save your live but you can't see the comments afterwards is that the yeah, same no, you yeah it's same so I screen recorded so every time I went live, I screen recorded and then I could go back and make sure every single person was reported and blocked. Uh, that, made it, that made a huge difference on, on cutting it down at the beginning. So uh, just to I recap for the people, so on your iPhone, I don't know about Android, but on iPhone, you can swipe down and press a record button, which will mean that it records what's happening on your phone screen. It's what I do when I'm talking through like new new features that have come onto reels and stuff i'll record it and then voice over so what nicola's saying is if you do that when you're doing your live all these little messages at the bottom you can then go back and look at and keep as a record yeah. as proof exactly really. it's, yeah, it's proof if if the police and our criminal system can ever actually help us that would be a good idea <laughs> uh any anything else um I mean, not engaging, not engaging with them. But I did on the very last live before I put that post out. I did. I get. I just said, look, okay, just stop. What? What is this deal? Because this is the other thing they were saying that I forgot to mention was I was being told I had to unblock this person and make a deal with them in order for the followers to be called off. And as I was like, okay, just just tell me then what I don't, I've not done these things. What is this deal? And they wouldn't discuss it on, on the live. And to be honest, I don't even know if there was a deal to be made. Now I look back and I think, did um, this person is not nice and he does raid lives, but uh, he also gets trolled a lot himself. And really? I can't help, yeah, massively. And I can't help thinking now that this was his trolls doing this to me and that they'd expected me to put out there his name, send a load of people after him. I don't know. I won't, I don't think I'll ever get to the bottom of it. I am drawing a line under it now. If I get any more, I just immediately report and block um, or pin to the top. So it, it's more effective if more people report it. There's a lot that came back to me that were didn't go against guidelines. 
Um, even one of the accounts that was doing this to me on Instagram, their bio said that they were a slave trader of um, Americans of a certain colour. And I reported it and it came back that it didn't. Uh, I remember you telling me about that. I mean, I, I don't understand that. Why doesn't that go against their guidelines? They're really, I do think they have the guidelines, but I've had personal experience as well of um, trying to block accounts of bullying with someone that I uh, was trying to protect. Yeah. And again, they come back and you're right. One single person is just, it's like that thing, isn't it? One grain of sand, but all together yeah. you're a beach kind yeah. of thing. I don't know if that's the saying. I've just made that up. Oh, I know it's something like that's that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is better to sort of like just influx them with yeah. this thing and to do it all at the same time yeah obviously it's going to have a bigger impact than having it drip fed into it so that was a brilliant idea basically did what they did and turned it back on them because what they're doing is they are they're doing it via other platforms so whether it was youtube or there was certainly at one time it was discord because they were all coming on saying um this person sent me from discord uh, uh to do this so yeah, they do, that's the, they do it on mass, and there's you didn't matter if you had moderators, you just couldn't handle it. There was just too much of it. So you someone's just written a comment here. It's a computer reviewing them, so appeal goes to a human to review. Yeah, I mean that's a very good thing to do, but obviously, like Nicola, she's dealing with hundreds. It's a lot to appeal, so doing <laughs> it's uh, it's a good idea to pin so that everybody can do it at the same time and overload the computer or whatever like that. And if it still doesn't work, then yes, appeal. But that yeah. could have took up a lot of your time appealing every single one that you're trying to do. Courtney has said, it's interesting that Instagram has managed to introduce a feature that flags any post that has the word sick, vaccine or COVID, but you still can't deal with online bullying and harassment. Mm. Controversial there, Courtney, <laughs> but uh, yes, yes. I mean, I was shocked when you said about that you'd gone to the police and the police couldn't do anything because I was like saying, well, what? They, the government pushed a massive thing about cyberbullying. Yeah. And yet when it comes to it, they actually can't help you with cyberbullying. So, um, I mean, I know a lot of the platforms are introducing yeah. ways to try to deal with bullying, but if you can't even, if you can have a bio that has a description like that, you know, you know what? kind of mentality they have yeah you know it's just it should stand out yes it's a rubbish system that needs to be improved absolutely sarah it is especially for uh, not so little now obviously nicola but uh little people <laughs> well, <they are> monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little people that don't have big businesses and lawyers and things behind them to protect them mm. so yeah they do need to review it and they do need to think about the little people uh, and, and to get help but as we said, line under it now, you've uh, achieved a lot more by being the nice human being that you are. I, yeah. think that, I, think, I think they're selective with what they protect, if you know what I mean, whatever mm -hmm. the buzz thing is at the time. Um, going back to the police, so the government pushes about, like I say, about all this cyber stuff, and they, they really, they should have a better system to help people. I, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I think the problem is... You're told to block and report, and you do, but they are opening accounts constantly. Like, I already could see that each person that attacked me had about 30-odd accounts similar. Maybe they should put in a system that if it's coming from the same 
like internet provider you know like the internet mm-hmm. address ip address but maybe they have to be limited to the amount of ca- accounts that can open maybe there's got to be like some kind of program or algorithm that could stop people from bouncing back yeah you know because i mean Instagram nobody's going to want it's like 60 odd accounts with the same picture why would you want 60 odd accounts yeah. with the same picture that there's mm-hmm. a kind of thing that could flag it up surely mm-hmm. There is, I know um, if I've got somebody on here, it says and stop them from any other accounts that they open. Yes. Uh, I've not seen that on, on, on TikTok. Um, I wonder how successful it is, though. If yeah. you can have a bio like it does, but, That's you know, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> fingers crossed, it does. Yeah. If it, uh, but what I couldn't stop um, thinking about was, I am because I literally sat in a car park. I'd gone to choir because I thought I'm going to my choir because that lifts me up no matter what. And I sat in the car park for an hour. I didn't even make it in. And I was trying to block and ring the police. And I was just so low and so devastated. And I thought I'm an adult. I am a grown adult. If this was happening to kids and it is happening to kids, you can completely understand how they end up doing what they do to themselves and it's yeah that side of it was utterly terrible because i know i shouldn't have let it get to me um but it did it really did get to me at the time um i think it would have got to even the strongest person nicola it's yeah only a certain amount of things that you can you know shrug off when you're dealing with the amount that you were dealing with yeah and it should be highlighted that normal people have to go through this and um, my account at the time was less than 3,000 over on TikTok. And I kept saying, why me? What, what on earth caused it? And then I just, I've seen it happen on other people's lives now. And I can, so I understand what's happening. And I do think that it's just that particular feature on TikTok that you can scroll lives. And they've just come across me and thought, look at her, middle-aged, she's not going to have a clue what's going to hit her in a minute. And, you know, try and get trick me. It starts with trying to, if you're reading out comments, they're trying to trick you to say certain things so then they can report you and get your, your lies taken down and things like that. And like that. you say, right. justify why they're, they're doing things. Yeah. I mean, you and I even discussed, this was booked in before all of this happened. But then when this happened, it was like, oh, this is just too important to pass by. And you said to me, are you sure? Do you want to do this? Because this might invite people to you. Mm. And I did think, you know, you have to. I did sit there and think. And I said to my husband, I have to do it. And he was like, well, are you prepared for what might come? And I said, well, to be honest, how can I not, after telling my two kids that are 21 and 18, that when they were at school, you don't walk away when you're seeing someone being bullied. Mm. You know, you, obviously you don't jump into the furrow and get yourself into trouble. Yeah. But if you're, if, you know, if you're a friend of somebody... You're not going to stop being their friend because they're getting bullied. And that's what I taught my kids. And so that's the same thing. And I think all of the other people that followed you felt the same way. Any one of them could have attracted attention. Yeah. And it shows that there is human beings out there that are, yeah. you know, are worth it. And hopefully there's obviously a lot more good human beings than there is of those trolls. Stand by the fact that if you see somebody being trolled, then quieten them down, you know. Do the positive and get rid of the trolls, just like Nicola did. Nicola, so anybody that needs to know, you own Made With Mud. Yeah. You can be found on TikTok and on Instagram. Are you on Facebook? I am. Thank you. Thank you so much. I will continue to watch your lives and I will continue to watch your reels and I continue to watch your journey. And hopefully you become a massive influencer with a blue tick. (laughs) 
and you remember us little people <laughs> well i am a little person but uh, no it's been great yeah but thank you for standing by me it was very much appreciated anytime bye, bye.